Ray identified the deceased agents as Special Agent Daniel Alfin and Special Agent Laura Schwarzenberger. The subject of the warrant is also dead. The Senate confirmed Alejandro Mayorkas as President Biden's Department of Homeland Security Secretary. The former Deputy Homeland Security Secretary will be the first immigrant to hold the top spot. The White House announced that it will start shipping coronavirus vaccines directly to retail pharmacies. It also includes ongoing deliveries to states, increasing weekly supplies of shots nationwide to 11.5 million doses. The United Nations Security Council has failed to condemn Monday's coup in Myanmar after a two-hour-long emergency meeting failed to secure the support of China, a key Myanmar ally. This is USA Radio News. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Keeping an eye on China, USA Radio News' Tim Berg gives us an update. Recent confrontational action by China toward regional rivals Taiwan and India are examples of the communist regime in Beijing challenging new American president Joe Biden. That's according to China expert Gordon Chang. Chang, author of the book The Coming Collapse of China, also tells Fox News. Well, Biden right now, you know, the Chinese are testing him, but they don't really have to lift a finger to do this because he's giving them everything that they want. You know, we have seen this, for instance, with uh, joining the Paris Accord, rejoining the World Health Organization, his January 26th memorandum on xenophobic attacks, which he blamed President Trump for xenophobia in the United States. Um, The list goes on and on. And we've really got to be concerned because China is looking right now and thinking it's going to get everything. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg, USA Radio News. Zenworld Premium CBD offers full and broad-spectrum CBD oil, extracts, and capsules, which are designed to help you feel your best. Their products are sourced from the best organic hemp and natural ingredients on the market and are tested for quality, purity, and potency. They have a full range of items from health and wellness to beauty to pets. Call 725-205-9223. Visit online at zenworld.com or stop by their location at 9895 South Maryland Parkway and Silverado Ranch Parkway. Mention KSHP for 10% off in-store or you Use code KSHP online for 15% off. Gently used clothing, household goods, children's toys and items, furniture, and more. You'll find it all at the Salvation Army thrift stores. And when you shop at the Salvation Army, you help fund rehabilitation programs that heal addictions, change lives, and restore families right here in Southern Nevada. And don't forget to donate. For more information or to find out how you can help, call 702-342-9297 or go to SalvationArmySouthernNevada.org. Salvation Army, dedicated to doing the most good. 
There's a new kind of therapy in town, and it's called soda therapy. Soda therapy is all about gourmet drinks and delicious treats like movie theater popcorn and huge locally baked cookies. The options are endless. Soda therapy is located on the corner of Cimarron and Warm Springs. Oh, and I almost forgot to tell you, you don't even have to get out of your car with their VIP curbside service. Follow them on social media for all the best deals and visit them Monday through Saturday in person or online at sodatherapy.com. Conveniently located in Sun City, My Mother's House Italian Kitchen makes sure you'll never leave hungry. Dinner selections include Blue Claw Crabs from Maryland, Grandma Julie's Original Linguine and Meatballs, Sicilian Pizza, or the Chicken Sinatra with Roasted Peppers and so much more. And don't forget the entertainment. The magnificent five-starring Chef Mike performs weekends at 6 p.m. For more information, call 702-998-2820 or go to MyMother'sHouseLV.com. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top Consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 
game edition of Sports Insider Radio. Coming to you from Las Vegas, Brian Blessing. We got the props. We got the game. We got golf. We got baseball coming. We've got hoops. Hockey's on a slippery slope, pardon the pun. Lots of sports, though. But we're all talking about a big football game Sunday. Brady, Mahomes, Bucks, Chiefs. And we're going to dive into it and the props, all kinds of good stuff. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas. And we're thrilled to send it back east as we got the boys, John and Mike, hanging out with us today. Hello, fellas. You ready for the game? Yeah, I don't know what uh, phone uh, you're on there, my friend. I'm, I'm not here. Uh, now you can hear me. You can hear me now? Yeah, there you go. Minor detail. There you go. How you doing? I'm doing great. How's uh, how's, how's uh, Dave? How we doing, buddy? Hold on. on? He, he's just calling in here. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll take care of that in a second. But uh, are you guys all geared up and ready to rock and roll? Ready to roll. What do you think of the matchup? Uh, you know, I think, you know me, don't bet against Brady. I've been saying it for two weeks. He's Pretty a, simpleton on my end. Squares can What be, does Michael think? What's, what's Mike got think cooking? Mike just got a new golf club in the mail. Literally, he's opening up a package while we're speaking. What did we get, Mike? What is that? I got, I needed to get an approach wedge, Brian. I only had a pitching wedge and I had a 56. So I needed to Too much. get something in between. Yeah. It didn't come with my set. I need something where I could get a full swing at around 60, 65 <laughs> out. Um, you know, it's one of those things with golf. It's You're always tweaking, 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 then you realize you have all these clubs you don't need. But I think I'm still in that test testing stage where you know, I just needed something in between. I be a little bit more lost and not as much spin. Played Saturday, you know, a bunch of stupid stuff. But you always get those shots that bring you back. You know, you know, there's about one... 53 downwind, and I was going to hit eight iron. I said, no, dummy, don't overswing. Take the extra club. Threw a seven iron up. It never left the flag. I can't see the ball land. I got the LASIK surgery about whatever it was, 10 years ago. Unbelievable. It's a godsend. One eye is like a telescope. One eye can read. It's worked amazingly well. But I've got like a dead spot or two, and one of them is I have a hard time seeing the ball land. Anyway, we get up, and if it was a windy day, it would have gone in because it was literally sitting half on the lip. <laughs> I was like, okay, there's the shot. will keep me coming back for the next 10 rounds. Oh, I love it. Those are uh, – I haven't had much of those because when I play, it's, I hit the green, and then it, it, it does a little uh, skyrocket 30 feet past because the greens are icicles. So it's, it hasn't been as fun playing. But uh, you hit a good shot, and it becomes a bad shot. So can't wait till it's warm. I could wear shorts. I could go out there in a T-shirt. I could sweat. And all these things that uh, I took for granted when I was playing summer golf, I was complaining it was too hot. And um, you know now there's snow in the ground, and I'm I'm looking at about a two-week hiatus that I've been focusing on uh, gym time. And you know obviously with college basketball, we have the Super Bowl this weekend. Baseball's right around the corner. Uh, it looks like we have uh, – it. look, I tell you what, right now it's the beginning of February. Basically a month from today, we were having this radio show and we were – we didn't know what was going to happen. It was, it was very – there's a lot of uncertainty. We didn't know whether sports would – when they would come back, how they would come back. 
what type of scenario was the NFL going to be in a bubble? We had John explaining to us that we weren't going to have an NFL football season. He was calling me, texting me, and there's no way they're going to play. And look at it now. Look, we had a whole season. We have the Super Bowl this weekend. Seems like we had a, a really good product for the entire season. And, um, you know, I'm just excited that we're, we could still all be here and we – we got through it, and I feel like now it's just it's better than ever. No doubt about it. I mean, the bottom line is, thankfully, we're up and running with sports for the most part, and uh, you know we're able to do what we love to do. So we're we're all thankful for that. Knowing a lot of people can't be uh, doing the jobs they wanted to be doing uh, in the world we're living in. All right, the one thing I would say as David Miller comes into the equation and joins us, I got to ask David this. The line is Kansas City 3 minus 20. The total is 56. I've said this for nine days. We are now to the point. I say tomorrow this game goes to 3.5. And I think the 3.5 surface tomorrow, if not maybe later today. But I'd say tomorrow the game goes to 3.5. And and I even think there could be some steam to get it to 4 for an instant, and then it comes back. But I think the 3.5 surface tomorrow, David, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's, what is the public really loading up on the Chiefs? Well, the numbers the part. numbers been three minus twenty this right. entire time, which is telling you if it's going anywhere, it's going above three. Right. And I just think now this is not a normal year here in Las Vegas in terms of the influx of arrival of the masses on Thursday. But as we get closer to the weekend, obviously things will indeed heat up here. Big wages are going to be made. But I just think the closer we get here, uh, I, I think the three-and-a-halves are going to crop up. And then the question is, does it close three-and-a-half? Uh, it, it may very well. Uh, yeah, it just comes down to – I don't even – I haven't been following who the money's on. But I know the minus three, minus 120 – Kind of says a little bit on the Chiefs, but when everybody starts betting on on Saturday and Sunday, then yeah, I guess going to four seems seems like there will be some fours and uh, over there where you're at, and maybe a couple of places where I'm at. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah, just, but just point, for a whisker, I'm, I'm four past. Yeah, yeah, no, it would be just for a whisker. They they may appear, but they'll 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 get bought back pretty quickly. But I, I do I do think the three and a half. I don't know if it's if it's like you know a collective thing everywhere, it's three and a half. But I think in many many jurisdictions, it will be three and a half by has tomorrow. Anyone, has anyone has anyone here bet it yet? You don't have to say what side, but has anyone bet it by chance? I've got. The, the I'm side. in. I'm in on props already. Yeah. Right. I have about. Yeah, I have about well. fifty five boxes. I have about fifty five Super Bowl boxes. I don't know if that counts. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to play the market um, on this game. Just whatever rogue things I can find, uh, whether that's props or sides or, or whatever. That's that's my so kind of so attack. Dave. When that guy when that when that guy was on Twitter, some the big two and a half million dollar bet on uh, plus three and a half. You think that was an opinion player? The guy just took a sharp number. Some group just took it because they could get three and a half. That's interesting. That's real interesting. When did he, when did they do it? I uh, texted you. It was like a couple days ago. Well, because the thing is, three and a half flat actually has a small market edge. 
because it's because like you said it's minus three but but it's it's actually just no it's minus three and and bear like minus 115 uh the the main place with the nickel line minus so nine so it's it's almost like a flat three so one could argue yeah it's a it's a market edge but it's kind of thin thin value so mm-hmm. or it could be a combination of both Excuse me. It could be a combination of both, like a thin, thin market slash lean, or thin market slash an opinion, or a strong opinion and a thin market. Um, it's good though to see thin market. Any type of market edge on the Super Bowl side nowadays in 2021 is good to see, because this is what we're trying to get edges all over the place. So when you can see it on. When you can see places given a flat three and a half when it's three and they'll take super high stakes like that, this is this is definitely what we want to see. So we know we can right. definitely get our money in good on other events. And I'm, uh, we have a lot of I know, I'm looking here. I'm, I'm I'm looking on the. Um, I'm seeing if there's any uh, movement on the total. It looks like the total's been yeah, pretty stagnant. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the t- Go ahead. No, no, the, t- the total, there could be some rain. That's the thing. That, that could be sketchy. Well, it was Got 50. It. It, I think it was 57, then it went to 57 and a half, and now uh, the consensus is 55 and a half offshore, and then 56 where you're at and where I'm at. You know, they have to have it a little bit higher. But that would be, that would be yeah, that, that's just hearing that. Uh, you would definitely want to get in before that becomes public if you want the under. Because, you know, you know, by Friday and Saturday, they're really going to talk about that. So if you actually, you if you actually are, if you, I know they're talking about it a little bit, but they're really going to talk about it. This will cause the total to go down. But, uh, so yeah, get in now, I guess, on that. Wait maybe on Tampa. Basic strategy. I don't know, though. It's a guessing game at the end of the day. So, John, look how many NBA games we got today. I well, believe first of all, 10. you didn't comment on that video. On that video, I sent you from my son yesterday on the air. Uh, oh, Brian, my son. Seahawks? Yeah, yeah my son. It. My son. My son is uh, on the spectrum, as everybody knows. And uh, one of his gifts is that he does not. His he is a numerical, uh, I guess, savant in certain aspects. And uh, what did he tell you on video yesterday? He said yesterday was the anniversary. A year of, ago from today was when you guys collapsed. Seven years ago. So, seven years. Seven years. So ago. usually, so so my strategy. So on Brian, that, he reminded he reminded something. him that Seattle should have <laughs> ran the ball instead of thrown the ball. Yesterday was the anniversary of the Super Bowl where Seattle coughed it up at the end of the game. There are a lot uh, of anniversaries. Try not to talk about. There are a lot of anniversaries of Super Bowls where things. <laughs> things went the wrong way because of dumb decisions. Seattle, well, Seattle doesn't have the market easy. corner, but that that was up there. Yeah, that was up there. He said, and it was. <laughs> it's funny because he just he said, "Yeah, let isn't Dave from Seattle?" And I said, "Yeah." And he says, uh, "Let him know today we were in Costco." He said, "Let him know today's the anniversary." I stopped and I did a video. Wow, the kids kids got a dark side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw it and I went, "Thanks, kid." <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, what about what about the props, uh, fellas? I mean, I, I I just look at the market and 400 <clears throat> props. I mean, to be able to dissect this and attack it, um, 
you know, I, I have much more conviction on on numerous props than the game itself. And I kind of, I kind of like what I like for the game, uh, but I, I have conviction on on numerous props, and that's 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 the beauty of this. And and it's readily available most everywhere now. It's become so commonplace that sixty five percent of the money wagered on this football game is around the props. See, I'm in a place, too, where I got a ton of rogue numbers, more than you guys. I guess I should be all over the props. Like, like scan through all 400 of them and look through discrepancies. And I'm actually thinking about doing that um, probably maybe Friday, but I don't know. But there's there's a ton of discrepancies probably in that. Uh, well, I know there is. I've seen some, but I would I, I don't know. I'm on the fence. Basketball is, I like basketball and, and really just sitting here and, and looking at it all day. Um, but I might go. Well, I'll know. tell you what, if you if you like the NBA, it, 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 they, they have the Grand Salami uh, yesterday. That thing, that, that, call the butcher, that thing, that thing he, he was slicing up a rack of lamb, the amount of points that were scored in the NBA last night. I don't know what was in the water last night. I mean, they scored a gazillion points in the NBA last night. Right. I didn't I, – I, it felt like some of them were high scoring, but I really didn't pay attention. Well, ridiculously like I, like high I always tell you, Like I always tell you guys, the line – the numbers are amazing because Dave is, is admitted – you know, everybody knows this. Dave's a 70-30 dog better. Um, but the line makers right now, the favorites in the NBA, the, with the fav, college basketball – let's talk about that first. College basketball is 51% of the favorites are covering – um, on the closing number, 47 games have landed on the closing number. Granted, obviously, it's a, it's a larger sample size than you're going to get in the NBA. 1,120, 1,180 favorites have covered. 1,129 dogs have covered. 47 games have pushed on the closing number. And back to those totals in, in basketball, amazing. 1,167 games have gone over the total, Brian. 1,162 games have gone under the total. Can you imagine how sharp these line makers are on every – a nothing difference, 67 to 62 on 2,500-plus games. Well, I mean, Amazing. last night there was a, the perfect example. I dodged the bullet. I mean, I had Boston – uh, it was minus three and a half at the at the last second. Money came in on the Warriors. The game was minus two and a half. Celtics had the game in the, in their cookie jar. It looked like it was you know easy, and all of a sudden out of nowhere, Golden State hits a you know hits a big three, and they cut it to four with like nine seconds left, and they fouled the guy from the Celtics and an NBA player. I mean, clanks two foul shots, and you're like, you got to yeah. be kidding me. And Glenn you come down and before. you survive. And thankfully, the Celts played really good defense, and Curry had to force up a really tough three at the buzzer that went around the rim and out. But the line was you're two lucky, and a half. You're lucky the ball was like bouncing around and they didn't foul again because it, it was like a 20-second play. And you're going, no, no, just run out. Well, out. yeah, I mean, but I mean, this was a game Boston should have closed out for fun. The bottom line is you had to survive the shot at the end of the game, but Boston ends up winning the game by four. But it speaks volumes to, and again, it's a perception thing. You think, oh my God, all these games come down to these odds makers. And it is, it's impressive what they do. You know, as, as you uh, document, John, 
you know, with the overview and the massive sample, it's incredible what they do, how things even out at the end of a season. But but when you get those individual games where literally the last shot is the number, you know, you sit there and go, it, it's it's pretty impressive. But that only happens like 30% of the time. It seems yeah, like it happens all memory. the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's selective memory. And then the other thing is, John, you never give the better the betters credit because you're you're looking at the closing line, and a lot of times the betters uh, they push the you know the five all the way to seven, and that that seven becomes a more efficient number. So let's give well, the betters a round of applause as well. Well, absolutely. <laughs> you know? But what I would also say is, you know. Uh, the, it's easier to there's all the data and all the algorithms that I'm looking at are cl- are running off the closing number. Obviously, of course, you have the overnight line that which you're the man at. You're running around and getting your overnight stuff. And, and but again, we know that most betters are are not doing that. Most betters are um, simply, you know, waiting till a couple hours before game time unless they're subscribing to a service like ours. And they're usually getting the worst of it, especially if they're betting the favorite side. It is interesting though. The NBA is different than the college basketball, where it's 51% of the favorites have covered in college basketball. Um, 54% of the dogs. So right now, if you're a dog better, which you are, Dave, 162 dogs have covered in the NBA. 141 favorites have covered. Only one game, can you believe it, has pushed on the closing number. It's pretty amazing. Only one game. You know, it, I, just, I think I asked you this, David, a few weeks back. And the more I'm thinking about it, I wonder if there's not really something to this. That Celtics game last night. And the NBA is such a game of runs. And I really mm-hmm. believe, I'm wondering, okay, Boston's minus two and a half, minus three and a half. But there's going to be a handful of games, if, but not all of them. The, the, I would say the majority of them are closer. Maybe even the team that ultimately wins maybe is behind and makes a run. You know, it could be that Boston gets up by 17 and just, you know, never looks back. And there are going to be those instances. But more often than not, you know, the, the, the team that pulls away, they're pulling away in the third quarter. And I'm wondering if Golden State, for example, was up 35 24. 24, 35, 24, up 11 after one. And I had Boston, you know, I laid the, the small number with Boston. I really wonder, I mean, it would be a massive homework assignment, but with the kind of dollars, though, that you're talking about, I wonder if, if you're really, in many instances, not better off with an approach. If you've got an opinion on a team, wait, and it's an in-game thing, and when they fall behind like that by 11, I'll guarantee you they're a three-and-a-half-point favorite. If they were down 11, I bet you Boston's either plus one or the game becomes pick after a quarter. And then you're, you're, yeah, you're, would... you're way getting the you – know, you would get the better of the number if you're like, what do I care? They're down 11 now over the course of 60 minutes. I like this team. They're going to come back and they're going to win the game. But how many times would you actually win bets by waiting and not jumping in until the game went off and then bet the adjusted number? No, what I do, no, here's what I do. I take, I would just bet the pregame and then anytime I had it a half a point 
to a point better at, at any any time, then I would bet it. Because then you basically are getting a point better pregame because they're keying the pregame line. Does that make sense? So you're actually so you take your side and then you just anytime you get a half a point or a full point better, you keep firing on any time. That's the way you do it. Whether they're up twenty, down twenty, tied, that's the way to really do it. Just thought I'd throw that out. Well, I mean, but the, the other the thing, but if you but if you've got conviction on a team, I mean, the other thing is, if if say if say Boston was catching one and a half or two points now, when the line was two and a half, and they're they're mm-hmm. catching one and a half or two. You bet it again. You're I think sit- it was like three. Yeah, but you're sitting there scooping. They were down 11. You're, you're scooping two two bets. I mean, if you've got the well, conviction on, on on the play. Well, what about this? What about if what about if you got minus two and a half pregame, and in the randomly in the third quarter, no matter what the score was, you you have a big you have good value. Now you're basically getting a point and a half pregame extra. Because there's less time, so this is this is how it's done, right? Uh, but it, really I, it would have, it would have been is. it would have to be a sample size thing over the course of time. If if you sat there and said, if you document, let let's take it a hundred games for example, and here here's here's the plan. Uh, I like this team, and even you, know, you make your bet and you do it the way you normally do it. But you sit there and go, uh, this team is a favorite, but I'm going to wait and I'm going to watch in game and then say. Uh, let me see how, you know, on average, if I'm getting t- two or three, four points off the opening number, and how many of those teams actually came back and won, and how many bets, how many bets might you win that you'd have lost on the opener if Boston wins it's by a all point? Factored in. The problem is it's all factored in. They, the algorithms are so sharp. But with my plan, you have an edge no matter what the score is, or at least a break even in the market on on a strong opinion. But a lot of times you'll have to lay like like 13, and they only win by 10. But you extract all value out of out of whatever side you felt had value pregame. That's the beauty of it. But in in where you could lay pick, you got pick them plus seven, minus 14. But if your read was right pregame in the long run, you'll you'll clear a lot of units that way. That's the but you know you have, you have to have places to bet it. John, do you want to weigh in on that one or no? I mean, look, you're a pro. For the people that can't understand these advanced strategies, they just need to call up here and get the advice. Most people, like I said, they they, they don't understand. <laughs> they don't understand. Like you're speaking, I, I guess Mike can. Mike speaks multiple languages. Isn't it, Mike, isn't it like a third language? You speak Russian, you speak English, and you speak Miller. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I mean, you know, that that's my thing. It comes so easy and natural to you. And like I said, when I actually go back, I'm the biggest fan of my own show. But when I'm not talking, when I go back and I listen to Dave, it's like, you know, again, most people, they're going to just max bet, go as big as they can on the Super Bowl because they're a Tampa Bay fan or they're a Brady fan or they're a Mahomes fan or they're a KC fan. And I, I, can we all agree that the majority of the money coming in on the Super Bowl is just public square fan money? Yeah, that's the beauty of it, though. But yeah, it's yeah, it's, a, it's yeah, I agree. 
And, and I'm still going to say, I'm still, more, yeah. you, you guys, for the listeners that didn't listen last week, I still maintain that there is an edge for Tampa Bay playing at home. You guys don't call it a home game, but I don't know. I still think it's going to wind up edging no. in their favor. No, there's just no logic to that, really. I mean, you're just saying because they're comfortable with the field, I guess, because, yeah, it's all business people. Oh, just the whole lifestyle they're living. You know, they're what uh, Brian. Is there any updates? Are they going to the hotel, or are they just leaving from their houses and going to the stadium? I. Or you don't know. I don't know, but I. There's no way the Bucks aren't in a hotel, or or, or the Bucks aren't together. They're not. They're not leaving them. No, because you can't have these guys running running all around town. They 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 they, they probably at a hotel and then they're at the facility. I and I don't know what the differences are with the media requirements. There's no media day. It's all been done virtually. I I don't know how all that's mm-hmm. shaken out. I you know. you guys you guys have any favorite prop bets <clears throat> that the listeners you know just give me a couple that we have a lot of listeners. It's something if we're not going to give out game picks. You know, at least give the listeners at least one prop bet. Well, Something that's good. Well, I got a big, I got a big old prop thing we're putting together. Big, a, a big prop package we're putting together. It, it seems square, but probably pro things for for the Chiefs. I mean, it, you know, it seems square, but that's the direction I would look. But it just seems square. But the total's high, so it's somewhat factored in. Well, I'm sorry. What uh, what, what what was the square thing? Any anything pro for the the Chiefs like overs, Mahomes uh, passing yards, rushing yards, things like that. It's hard for me to go under under on things um, when the totals lower. But it, but but this one, I don't know. I just think the Chiefs are gonna probably cover the three. So I'm gonna probably look for pro things on the Chiefs. That's what I was going to do. Or but, but but the the one the one cautionary tale with the props that in many instances the individuals that go over in the props are on the losing team. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. they are behind and they're throwing. And if That's the, why I'm if, not a props expert. Well, if the, if the if the winning team is if a team is upset in the game, the first game these two teams played, they all went nuts. But the thing that happens is. If, for argument's sakes, the Chiefs get up 17 or 21, and halfway through the third quarter, the Chiefs start playing the clock, and they go to a cover two and a prevent defense, and they're not letting anybody beat him over the top, Brady will shred them with, here's an 8-yard pass to Evans, here's a 12-yard pass to Gronkowski, here's an 8-yard pass to Godwin, and the Chiefs are going to give them that. They're going to go, well, they scored, but it took them four and a half minutes to score. That's what teams do. And then on that one drive, the team that was losing the game, three guys, three guys tacked on, you know, collectively as a group, 70 yards towards their individual props. And, and, and once the Chiefs get the lead, then they start running the football and shut it down, and all of a sudden Hill and, Hill and Kelsey, not, they don't become moot, but, but they're not putting up electric numbers. They're putting up electric numbers when the game's in doubt or they're behind. Once they got the lead, they start burning the clock. It's, it's the beauty of the props. It's, there, there's the game within the game. And, and and your handicap of the game doesn't necessarily mean success in the props. This is kind of why, too, I just – for something like that that I don't – that I'm not involved with 
pretty much daily because I know a lot of guys are. Discrepancies are the way to go for me. Discrepancies are always the way to go. Nobody's opinion has a higher edge than that in the world because that's a consensus of the world's best, the line. And if you find a big discrepancy, it's a safe bet, but especially there for me. <laughs> well, I mean, I regardless of the game, if it's high scoring or low scoring, the guys that are that are in play are the defensive guys. You know, I mean, like last year, my big bet, I will say this, Danny Sorensen was my biggest bet of the Super Bowl last year. Uh, tackles, solo and assisted tackles. He got there. Mm-hmm. I got Danny Sorensen again this year, solo and assisted tackles, and I just took a little dinky flyer on him to be the MVP of the game at 175-1. to 1. But last year, Danny Sorensen yeah, okay. was covering Greg Kittle. <laughs> so every And Kittle was projected to get five and a half catches. Every catch that Kittle makes that's not a touchdown, Danny Sorensen's the guy tackling him. He's covering Gronkowski, who's projected for three, three and a half catches, and Sorensen's involved in run support, and he's a ball hawk. But so there are, they're regardless well, you're of just it. Really it. Yeah, you know, you're just getting super deep with it, and and the game within the game within the game. I mean, I don't know what to call it, but yeah, this is what you have to do to really have a nice, or to find, I guess, loopholes. Yeah, because there is so many that they just – there's only so much time they can put into each one, the betters and the bookmakers. So if you're focusing on like nine or ten of them with with that type of analysis, yeah, I can definitely see how that would work. Well, I would even – not I'd, on that level. I, and I would say there's the, the one prop is like Mahomes, uh, you know, rushing yards. I had him last year in the Super Bowl. Lesson learned. It gets scalded. He won. He went over. He went over. He went over by three yards. He got the win. They win the game. They kneel down three plays. He loses four yards on the kneel downs and lose the bet. All right. So, so with the, the rushing bets with the quarterbacks, you got to be very leery of that. Brady's over under one and a half. Uh, or is it a? I guess it's a, over one and a half yards rushing. Well, you know Brady's good for the the quarterback sneak. Uh, there's no one better at it in the game. But the, the but now that you you can't go near that with a ten foot pole if you think Tampa Bay is gonna win, because if Tampa Bay if Brady, you know it would be like Haley's comet if Brady got three yards rushing. It would be a quarterback sneak or nothing where he gains a yard or two. But if Tampa Bay's gonna win the game, he's gonna lose two or three yards kneeling down. You can't go near that with a ten foot pole if you think Tampa Bay is gonna win the game. Well, what if he gets – I mean, I get all that. What if he does get some – and I don't know how often it happens – some six or seven-yard run? That, that never happens? Now that I'm no, thinking he, about it. No, he's such never? a – No, he's such a pylon. He doesn't he, – he, no. He, no. I think I've seen him before. No, okay. No, I mean, and and that's 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 part of that's part of the game within the game. I mean, I mean, if they if they could blitz and they were all coverage sacks, but they, they were able to terrorize Josh Allen – in the championship game, and get to an elusive quarterback because a number of those were, were coverage sacks. Brady's in the pocket. They know where he's going to be. So, I mean, you could make the case if you did combined over under three and a half sacks and you get both teams, that might be a good one. Brady's really good at getting rid of the football quickly. But 
you know, it, it, he also wants to. There's going to be a time where he needs to stretch the field, and but the way the Chiefs' defense was attacking Josh Allen, you got to look at the sacks problem. So, how many total hours have you put into this so far? Well, let's it see. Sounds the, like you. Well, let's see. The, well, let's it. let me see. The, let me see the game. The championship games were played a week ago Sunday. Uh, I've been doing radio shows every day and reading of these props three hours a day every day on the air plus working at it at home. I don't know. I don't have the calculator. Don't know. It's been nonstop since a week ago Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I think you should go with your read and, and all of that sounded, basically all of that sounded like there's no way that the, the lines makers could factor that all in how you did. I mean, it just... I would say if you have 10 props like that. Oh, yeah, out of, that, out of 400, that that's exactly right, Dave. Out of 400 props, you should yeah, be able to target, you know, and, and, yeah. and cherry pick a dozen of them and, 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 and be ahead. There's no, there's no reason to not be ahead. And, and, and believe me, the odds makers are baking some of this stuff into the cake. But like you said. Not really. The, the, not well, really. The, but, but they also know the general public, like you said, the general public's going to get involved in whatever they hang. Brady's passing yards will go up two, 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 three, four, five yards. You know, they're going to be certain guys that the public wraps their arms around and steam a number. But my my thing is, my thing is with how the limits are and how how recreational the Super Bowl is. It makes no sense for out of out of four hundred probably plus props. It makes no sense. For them to think too deep, and I feel they just kind of, yeah, throw numbers out. Well, They're but wait a minute, no, but, no, but I, I gotta go the other way on that one. Man. The the hand the handle on the game, sixty five percent of the money wagered on this game are the props. They can't be yeah, just throwing these things out. up. They're gonna get taken out at the knees. But I mean, those real small end ones, they can because who take who actually takes a lot of money on those. I mean, I know one place over there, I guess, takes a couple thousand, but they don't take much on those. I mean, you can't walk through the door and go 20,000 on it. Yeah, but so when, the, but when there are 400 of them, the volume of the number, yes, they're lower limits, there's no doubt. But, but I mean, right, but it's but, 65% of the total handle on the game. And if it's sitting on three, the of, books are probably in a good spot on the side in total. But I kind of feel, when I say they're throwing numbers out there, they're, they're just... It's it's in the ballpark, but they're not thinking deep how you're how you were just analyzing it. They're not even thinking, not even close to that. And then they just go, well, the limits are small. We'll let the betters kind of move the number into place by Sunday when our handle shoots up, you know, seven hundred percent or whatever. And I just don't think they're worried about it. Cause they, and the reason I know I'm right on this one, they'll over move it. I have a friend that that bets them every year and. If he bets, you know, over I don't know, thirty-four on, on something, they'll move it to like thirty-nine. They, they don't care. Okay, just move it way over. So they don't really care. Like, so yeah, if you're hitting them already and betting those plays, I think you'll be good. I think that's your spot. How really about how about you, good. Mike? Uh, what about Dying. you with the props, Mike? So I'm, I'm listening. I'm observing. Um, I've never actually, you know, I'm not a big props guy. I mean, obviously, I do them for the Super Bowl. Um, and I know yeah. you're going to be coming out with a, a nice uh, props package for the Super Bowl as well for the listeners. 
and you just have a lot more intel. You've been doing them a lot longer. You know, my mindset when I go into it, it's at the end of the day, I get either information from you or if I do it on my own, it's strictly entertainment. It's not a high-value play. It's not something where it's consistent. It's more, you know, it's the, the novelty of the Super Bowl where other people do props on a week-to-week basis. For me, it's the game. Usually uh, my team is not in it, so I, I, I sit back. I do the squares. I mean, certain years I feel like the Super Bowl was a lot easier to predict. I feel like this year, and I've talked to Dave about this even last week, it's just it's too much of a coin flip um, from mm-hmm. a standpoint of betting it before the game. During the game, um, there's a lot of opportunities. When you like a specific team and you're getting a lot more value because – they're down 7 nothing, and now you're getting good value on them if you think they're going to win the game, then you could you know, pump it during the middle of the game and, and get value. And, and not the same change subjects, but Dave's been doing that with college basketball and NBA all season. I mean, literally, if he likes a team and he likes his position before the game, I see him throughout the game, even if the team is down throughout the first half or the first or second quarter in the NBA – he keeps going after it and getting more and more and more value. What happens at the end? Not only have I seen him win all the games. What's that? Even if they're up, I do it. That's almost irrelevant. In fact, I'd rather they be up to do this strategy. But yeah, keep going. Well, I've just seen you where, you know, a team could be getting five. I mean, not to, to give a big example, just the one that comes to mind was Arizona state. Um, they were getting five, and they were down heavy early. And then at some point, you got them at 18-and-a-half. You got them at 14-and-a-half. And even though they lost that spread at the end of the game of five, you cashed all those other tickets throughout the game. So it's so important to really get value. It's not just about betting it and forget it in this business. You can find a lot of value. But I know I just went off topic here, Brian, back to what you were saying. My two, my two uh, props that I really like for good value – I like Nicole Hardman. I mm-hmm. think he's going to be the X factor in this game. There's always one in the Super Bowl that comes out of left field. I do believe they're going to try to bracket Tyreek Hill to the best of their ability, and they're going to try to take away Kelsey because those are the two guys that really beat them when they played earlier in the season. You can get Nicole Hardman for plus 1,100 to score the first Chiefs touchdown. And like Dave said, the total is really high. I like the overs. I'll take plus 1,200 that Hardman will have over 100 receiving yards in the game. There you have it. There you have it. So where are you guys watching the game? Where, where are you going to be, Jim? You're going to be with the, with the – you, just, just, kidna- just kidnapping the, the boy, bringing him over. And, 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 uh, yeah, I said to him, do you want to come over to my – he says, I'm not watching it with her. What do I want to watch with her? <laughs> Jeez. Hey. I said, my man. All the stuff he so, says. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a funny dude. See, so let me ask you, Dave. I get a lot of emails. This is the Ask Dave segment. Uh, people want to know, when you were betting overnight lines, we're not going to give out strategies. Just a simple question. Is there traditional handicapping that goes involved in those plays, or is it just about beating the number? And the, the question that you may or may not be able to answer is, how do you know you're going to beat the number? Meaning, Let's say there's a game that you bet last night. We'll use an example, game X plus 14. And you bet him last night. And today... Oh, the one sitting at 11 and a half right now? But here's my question. The question isn't... I don't care where the line is now, whether it's up or down. What I care is... <laughs> I do. How do you know... How do, what 
is there a way to teach somebody to know which games they think they're getting the best of the number? Is that the proprietary stuff that they need to get? That's why the subscribe. Like, yeah. how does one know that they're not going to get the worst of the number? I have, well, I have a series of top secret power rankings that I pay a lot of money for. I've paid a lot of money for them for a long time. And then I factor in other things, and there's a whole formula. Yeah, you know how Coke keeps everything in the safe? Yeah, exactly. So let me ask you, are you making your own line, or are you using the power ratings to determine? Yeah, making my own with the power Our good friend Kenny White, you know Kenny makes his own line as well. So Kenny makes his own line, You make, and he doesn't even want to look at what the line is, till the, the posted number, till he makes his yeah. own line. Are, do, do you that, actually yeah. look at the posted number, or do you just make your own line blindly and then overlay it on the, it on the actual it number? It doesn't matter. Be, it doesn't matter because it, it doesn't influence me at all. So I don't – whether I see it or not, I, when I'm writing down the games in order, I kind of can see it because I do it off the tracker. That way it's all in order. So sometimes I'll see it, Got but it. it doesn't influence me. I, I'm a, a total robot with it. I have this, this, Are you this, listening, people? This, this, He's this. a robot. He's a human algorithm. Well, I don't know about that, so, but... Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. Thanks. You know, well, it's true, though, because that's the, 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 that's the point, is that how does one with 30 or 40 games on the board, let's say on a Wednesday, decide on Tuesday evening which games he should be involved in? There's got to be an automatic component in that. Otherwise, you know... You could bet every game on the board and just take a shot that you're getting the best of the number. And then, and then on thin value ones, what I'll do is I'll wait and I'll go, okay, this one I need this or that. Like there's one, two I'm going to add right now. And then now I'll now I'll price shop. And then the ones that I'll give to to the clients are the ones that the global price is there and it's pretty much the same. That way, people don't get frustrated oh you said you said plus seven and a half i I only have so if we take the super bowl for an example it wouldn't matter what the number is it only matters the number that you you're not letting that number of three influence you and you're handicapping you're just doing your work okay got it and uh no but i've been doing real good i've been i've got my money in real good in basketball this is this is fun this is good so hopefully that continues but now it feels good waking up every day and you know, you're you're holding good prices. Well, this is the key. I mean, this is how you win. But yeah, it definitely right. feels good. Right. Yeah. Do you listen to that? That's you didn't say it feels good to wake up every day and know that you've won every day. No, you saw about getting the prices. <laughs> no, no, no. The winning doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. No, no, anyone that sweats daily wins just doesn't get it. Like it's the truth. Right. You know. Yeah. It's just all uh, about getting your money in good and yeah, whatever happens. Real quick on a segue, Brian. I know you're in the, involved in these props, but um, how? What's your personal opinion as a fan with the way they're doing hockey right now? I'm more very worried. Although the though the, the, the hockey uh, from the wagering perspective, all these angles that we talked about, there are many of them that have just been tried and true that are working. There are many of them uh, that are working because of the new setup. Uh, with the back-to-back you know games, taking, you know I'm taking the Red Wings tonight. Everybody, I'm taking the Red. How, how? Why is a team going to lay three fifty? Come on, Brian. Yeah, got to take seems, the Red Wings. Seems, Can we take the you with you, I'm Brian? Looking, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. I don't. I'm just checking. You, you threw a hockey knuckleball at me. I'm looking to see who they're playing. And it opened minus three fifteen, and it's minus three fifty to three seventy. Exactly. 
Exactly. To me, isn't that a good faith spot, Dave? You just go the other way. Well, I mean, in the long run, well, in the long run, well, myself, I would probably look at the puck line there. And in, in the square thing to say there is, well, be careful of an empty net. But that's square. I mean, that's already factored in. But, but I would just do the puck line. But I would say your premise, John, and I and I know, and you say that, and it seems like you slap the deck every once in a while doing that, and it's a it's a big balloon payoff. But you, the buddy, you could have been saying that. You know, you could have been saying that about Ottawa too, and Ottawa's like who says I who says I wasn't. <laughs> well, well then, then, I, then if if you were, you're eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because I got, they have I lost eleven right in a row. I got Jiffy right here on the desk. They're going to be our new sponsor, guys. I mean, they're they're brutal. I mean, <laughs> if you're looking for the plus, lay the puck guys. line, lay the puck and a half against them. They've they've How lost do I lose nine in a row. Where I'm up. How do I lose games? This is what I wanted to ask you, Brian. How does this happen in hockey where it never happened in past years? I'm winning three games up 3 nothing in the second period, and I lose every game 4-3 in overtime. Yeah, what? that's pretty rugged. Yeah, that's no, that's no, those are bad beats. <laughs> those are horrible beats. I mean, I've never. if I need a goal, it never happens. I'm up 3 nothing. I'm not even safe. It's amazing. Is it just do you think the lack of fans is, is the issue? Or is the goaltending just that bad in the NHL? I mean, what do you think? It's 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 hard to say because part of it is the first seven to ten games have been like pond hockey, but all the stuff right. we were talking about where they're going to gr- grow to hate each other is starting to happen. And now the games are becoming way more physical than they were because they were all many of them. Seven teams missed the playoffs, hadn't played a hockey game since last March. Now they're getting back into a flow and the physical nature of it, plus they get the license plate when somebody gives them a cheap shot and then the hate builds up and they're playing them right back in the next game. So the, the games are kind of changing in front of our eyes as we speak. We're, we're still finding a flow to it. The, in the next week to 10 days, these things are just going to be so physical. But i got to be honest with you, the bigger concern than that is whether they're even going to get this season in. I mean, it's... Why? it's COVID? Oh my God! I mean, uh, the the four teams have had games postponed, and now they're back in playing. And then like Vegas has been shelved; they just started practicing again. Then you had a situation where New Jersey was in Buffalo, and they had a guy that played in the game on Saturday test positive, and the Sabers called the league and said we shouldn't play this game. And the league goes, "Now nah, you'll be fine. Go ahead." Yeah, great decision. The, the Devils go home. Fourteen guys had COVID. Now the Sabers, two teams, two guys on the Sabers have COVID. So this this thing is this vicious circle. But the problem's going to be when one of the teams that's already been hit by COVID gets a second wave and has to cancel a whole bunch of more games down the road. This thing starts really wobbling about coming off the train tracks. On top of it. There were 10 to a dozen owners before the season started said we shouldn't even play because we're losing so much money. Now those owners are sitting there going, we told you so. Uh, You know, I hope they get it under control, but I'm worried. I mean, uh, you know, like I said, I'm not going to say anything on the air, but we have personal family members in our office that have COVID now, and um, 
You know, it's crazy. You think a year, that's one of the takeaways a year later. We, we, there was some talk about MLB getting extended a month, but I think they can that. They're going to come, they're going to start on time. Uh, the baseball thing? I don't know, man. I mean, yeah. I, I, I hope you so. You know what? I, on Monday, I, I, I did not give this out to my clients. I played the Capitals just I was being a homer against the Bruins. And really, you can look at the bottom. I'm sure you're familiar. They were up 3 nothing in the second period, and then I lose the game 5-3. It's like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So is that like you, when you say they grow to hate them, is that where I should say, okay, next time these guys play, you know, I got to be on the Capitals like white on rice. Well, well, what's been – I mean, one thing is a generic starting point, and it's happening more often than not. The first game of a back-to-back series, these teams before they get to know each other and hate each other, the game's more up-tempo and like the goalie's always the great equalizer, but it generally produces more of an up-and-down game. So you get a higher scoring first game of a series, and then the team that loses the first game makes adjustments, tightens things up defensively. So the first game over, the rematch game tends to be lower scoring, and you look at the team with revenge. Got it. I mean, uh, mean, it's not a black and white. It's not across the board, but it is happening way more than it's not. Well. I wanted to say one thing about Mike. He was being. He said. He said he plays the Super Bowl like you know a normal fan, you know like an you know like a normal Brian. He means he plays it like he plays the Preakness Stakes. Oh no. That's what he (laughs) already told him. I I already have fifty-seven boxes invested in ten different box pools. I have to hit one of them. Now, now, um, uh, Mr. Miller, does he have to hit one of them? No, no, no! I have every number combination possible. I can't lose. Wait, wait, no, wait, wait, no, wait, no, wait a minute, wait a minute, Mike! You have almost every combination. Every number, almost. You know, there, there is the green zero. There's the green zero and the green double zero. That's it. Not in the Super Bowl boxes. Don't have double zeros. Not green double zeros. They have regular double zero. Well, it's fu- it's funny too when you t- when you try to tell somebody that. Well, the double zero will get you, or the zero, and they go, "Yeah, but what's the odds that comes in one roll?" And you go, "Yeah, but it's it's there. It, it drags your. You're not a hundred percent. You're under a hundred percent. Yeah, but it won't hit. What's the odds in one <laughs> roll? Come on, man. Yeah, but you're. And so what if it? You know, X percent of the time, it's gonna hit. Well, I mean, you know, like it's it's like it's like if John had been playing Ottawa all along, you're going, "This has got to end at some point." But I mean, the only li- one in eight. Come on, give him a break. I know, but but if you're literally, you know, if you you're literally sitting there going, "Okay, I'm going to take thirty thousand dollars with me to uh, the book, and I'm going to play red until it comes in. I'm five hundred bucks, and all I care about is winning five hundred bucks. I walk in red, five hundred bucks doesn't hit. All right, a thousand now, red doesn't hit. <laughs> There's that one time where the black comes in eight times in a row, and literally you're yeah. back to the peanut butter and jelly. No, but I'm convinced John it doesn't. He thinks that progressive betting strategy works. You're going to walk out with more money over like, over a certain amount. Of, like if you make one trip, yeah, probably right. you'll be up. But if a thousand people do that, one guy's going to, you know, lose a million dollars. That's just what would happen. <laughs> Jeez. All right, listen. Probably would be you. We invite you to check <laughs> out the, might be me. Check out the site, sportsinsiderradio.com. Yeah. David Miller, John and Mike back east. Um, eat, drink, be merry, watch the game, make some money. Uh, check out the website. 
We made it through a football season, fellas. I mean, uh, like like we were saying, it, it was sketchy, but good on the NFL. They've made it, and the league and the games basically, for the most part, have had integrity. We're down to two teams, one game, and we'll be back next week. We'll turn the page and really start diving into hoops, hockey, baseball, and more. Fellas, enjoy the big game. We invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell thinks it's time to get schools reopened. Despite heroic efforts from students, parents, and teachers, so-called remote learning has proved